0: Like, like a lot of the game was just like a contradiction on itself. Dude, you like, walk
1: into this, Trip Zero, you walked into the social hub, and mm-hmm. th- this is the fucking thing that was most ridiculous about it. Everybody who starts the game brand new starts with the exact same outfit.
2: <laughs>
1: you couldn't customize anything from the beginning. Nothing was unlocked. So you load into this space, and it's literally it's the same exact... Soldier, like, you know, 60, 50, 60 soldiers that all look exactly the same, right. except for maybe one has a mohawk and another one has more of a mutton chop. Right. <laughs> Welcome to episode 259 of the Emergent Gamer Podcast. I'm here with Neo. Hey, how you doing? And I'm also here with Trip. What's up, guys? It's Trip Zero. And my name is Felix Hergood beautiful <laughs> that was perfect so good dude i was trying so to be good. really careful you could tell like i was I can, literally I walking tell. my words across a tightrope be- suspended between two buildings every syllable yeah i heard yeah and i didn't it's fall incredible i didn't fall no, nailed <laughs> it i'm proud <laughs> as fuck man that was great he did a great yeah. you did great work um so the the point of this week's episode uh if you want to tune out now um is pretty much going to be a lot of ubisoft talk so if you are not you well, we want you to tune in we want you to listen but <laughs> we're going to talk about this and i'm going to talk about my love of ubisoft games and my hate of ubisoft games but we're going to be talking about ubisoft games so if you are not a fan of that stick around maybe i'll make you a fan <laughs> <laughs> that's an endorsement you can count on we make you a fucking fan um uh, <laughs> But yeah, yeah cuz Ubisoft had their uh Ubisoft Forward event which is this the first year they did this? Is this like, it is because they they're, they're branding it based on the COVID thing. Like this is where we're well, going in the future. I feel like this
2: would have happened regardless because E3 was kind of dying. And like, exactly. I know everyone yeah. was canceled Three yeah. to use the virus as, a, as an excuse, but they wouldn't have existed this year, regardless of, of COVID-19 or not, but E3 was way out for a long time,
1: despite their weird uh, behaviors, which we'll talk about in, in terms of the news points that happened right before the event. Um, it also might point to Ubisoft forward. Like they're trying to like brand manage themselves, like in, in the scope of like Ash, Ash uh, I'm going to fuck his name up. Ashraf Ismail, uh, Ismail um, leaving uh, due to the, the gaming thing and all that shit that happened mm-hmm. with uh, the, like the me too gaming that we talked about a couple episodes back. Right. Um, it's, it seems like the term forward, like Ubisoft forward, like forward, we're, it's a double double entendre like we're this is our stuff that's coming out soon but also this is the new direction we're going and we're not we're going to try not to be a shitty company and there's some evidence uh that that came out that they're on paper that they're trying to show that right neo it's
0: yes yes it sounds like the bare minimum (laughs) so
1: far bare minimum yeah Yeah. but yeah it does it is coming off like it's fucking like a corporate decision. Yeah, but but again like
0: all these <laughs> all these gaming companies like Ubisoft regardless of them, the, all these companies are navigating this year that we've had to deal with because they cannot operate in their normal parameters that they've been used to for years, right? Right. right. E- E3 was canceled. So now they have to go, okay, how can we showcase our games and continue to make money for this holiday with our our products and still demonstrate it in the same fashion that we used to and at you know, throughout the prior years, like that's they're all trying to re-navigate what it means to show off, like you know, like give like these press conferences. I, I'm not a business
1: person, right? I do dabble in stocks, <laughs> and I, you know, I I view what an just, intro on a gaming podcast, right? But like, I I I I'm, I know I, you're I'm, all here usually for my business opinions, but I'm going <laughs> to digress from that for a second. But I I just want to qualify that I have zero business degrees and. Uh, but I do dabble in stocks and things like that. But the, the statement so the statement I'm gonna ma- make should be uh carefully managed uh or, or or analyzed. But like, you know, like god damn it, I lost my fucking train of thought. I <laughs> built it off the lost. No, 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 it's gonna come back. Uh, I don't think that a video game company is the type of industry that's most affected negatively by the COVID-19 virus i'm not looking at their fucking sales sheets i'm not looking at you know how much they were in the black or the red for this past season yeah they got pushed back but people are still playing games on a regular damn basis
0: well well, let's let's look at it this way i know we're 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 kind of like jumping jumping ahead of ourselves but uh, they've had to like all these companies have had to restructure their workflow because now right. they can't they can't go into their offices they can't be in the same conference rooms and meetings they have to do all the design the art the modeling the textures the communication between different uh, different like uh, not stations different like sections teams that work on different on teams yeah. exactly they work on that work on these games and they have to collaborate from home now and that is i'm sure that's not an easy thing to do like this is all these companies are doing yeah, so, and so like, it,
1: it's a work supply chain that they're having an issue like getting work sure. out of people that's productive work, um, probably
0: and funny enough i've also added an article that we might that we might talk about we might get to it but uh it came out that sony is upping their production of the playstation 5 by like twofold to try and meet expectations this holiday and like how they do that and the challenges that they're going to have to go through are probably Many because of the because of our current
2: situation. Sure. But, yeah. Do we Just do we want to? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Should we do a little uh, little recap, a little weekly recap, a little catch up? Do it. Who wants yeah. to go first? Yeah. I mean, I'll rip it. Um, rip it. As you guys know, because we talked about it uh, last week, especially with me being hot on the end of Last of Us Part One and Last of Us Part Two being released, I've been diving into that, and I am another week and a half, roughly. Into that game, and yeah. I'm having an amazing time. It's wild, dude. Have you
1: checked the save file? Like, how many um, hours have you put in yet? It's I haven't, but I've roughly. If it was, if I started on Monday, it's twenty. Sam, you're twenty hours in. Oh, so oh, you've you've hit the changeover then? You've hit yes, that. Uh, you've, you've hit that moment where you went. What I think it is, it happened last night. Cool. Where you were yeah. like, what the fuck, dude? Really, this is happening. Okay, and i and he hit last night. He hit a very pivotal
2: moment in the game. You were watching in the stream. Wait, is that so? Is that the same thing he's talking about, Neo? Which thing? Because Felix talking about this this flip, this like pivot in the entire game. Did yeah, I experienced that based on you, you experienced it. Yeah, got it. Okay, I hope that's not too spoiler to say. No, 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 no. I'm I'm fine with it totally.
0: Yeah, you um, and you're definitely not anywhere close to the end. Tell you that. Nope. Oh, cool. So
2: I'm not going to finish it in the next stream.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's why you were because you were asking me in your stream not last night, like
1: hours, how, no
2: way. how many more
0: streams do I have? And I'm like, eh. 20 hours, 20
2: hours. You said right. at, his, yeah, at your current
0: hours. rate, you might have like another week or two,
1: maybe. Yeah, let's just say yeah. you did 20 hours so far. He did 23 hours total. I did 28 hours total. And I think yeah. you and I play these types of games a little bit differently.
2: I'm someone who will walk every single walkable
1: area of a map
2: before I leave Or I will at least try to like like I will mentally kind of segment out where I'm going and like make sure I sweep everything as much as I can yeah you're like me yep yeah I kind of curtailed that a little bit last night because I realized that like with the potential of Ghost of Tsushima coming out that I might need to get onto this game to play it we'll get into that a little bit later oh yeah Um, I'm like way behind schedule because like the how long to beat page does say like 23 ish 24 hours um, for like main story, has the exploration paid off? Or- oh, dude, one hundred percent exploration in these games always pays off. You get more ammo, you get more, uh, more um Material weapons. T- um, there is a new mechanic in this game where you don't pick randomly of skills to upgrade with your pills. Obviously, you have to find manuals to allow new upgrade paths, and you have to kind of go down those paths linearly. But finding more manuals lets you kind of still diversify your build a little bit. And so, like, exploring is, has found more manuals and stuff. So, yeah, it's 100% worth it. Um, I'll probably still play relatively the same, but I do have, the like, the goal of speeding up my run a little bit more because there is there is a fuck ton of just time spent walking around where nothing happens. Also, the, the game bit, is way longer than you expect it to be. I'll tell you. How. Oh, it's so much longer. Um, yeah. A gigantic time sink uh, was also, mm, I don't know if I want to, go into this too much actually because i don't really want to spoilery spoilery mm-hmm. it could be uh there's a new enemy type obviously there's you know it's a new game there's gonna be new enemy types but this one's not a a zombie enemy type a little companion enemy type for people for squads that are looking for you ones that are fast uh, and can smell you you know that's that's been all over like the news and stuff i guess so yeah yeah um
1: uh, i'm completely i don't want to kill the dogs I he's talking, killing, about the he's talking about the dogs. Oh. That's not a hate killing dogs. We talked about that in the last episode. Right. I'm just, you
2: know, I'm, for me, I'm like, don't tell me anything about a game. So I'm trying to, like, align somewhere in the middle of that versus, oh. like, spoilers and shit. I just, I don't know, man. I feel like they force you into these situations. You know? And, like, you really effectively can't get around an area without killing a dog. And um, I tried. Uh, I, I can say I got through an area... Um without killing one, and I definitely got pulled into it when I was like trying to fight through with melees and stuff, and it wasn't ideal. Um, but I spent a really, really, really big chunk of my stream like dying repeatedly, intentionally almost, because like I knew I didn't want to kill a dog in my playthrough. I wanted to try to get through and sneak through, you know, like so much so that I missed out on searching and finding things because I wasn't clearing areas, I was just trying to sneak fully all the way through. And not have to face a dog, or at least escape from it if I could. You know, make it lose a scent, throw the brick to like distract it and stuff like that. Like it was a fun and engaging way to play. Mm-hmm. And again, that added to a lot of my playtime. But I just feel like there are some points where it becomes so hard to avoid, nearly impossible. Including there's one cutscene where they literally make you. Like yeah. You open a door and it like rushes at you. I just I don't think games need to kind of push
0: that on I mean, you. Like you could tell they're doing it on purpose. Like they they want you to be threatened by it. And I including know. the scene that you're referring to about the forcing. Party. There are no bad dogs. There are bad
2: owners. But correct, you are punishing the
0: dogs in this
2: game. Not a fan.
0: Uh, um, if I, I, if I, I may, go ahead. Sorry, if I may, my my whole method for that for that se- those sections was completely cold heart stone-cold killer. I don't care. I'm just going from point A to point B. I just did it. I I, I turned off my heart, and I was like, they're pixels, man. They're just pixels on a screen.
1: Let's go. I did it the the worst possible way. I used bombs. (laughs) Oh, man. I use an arrow. I use arrows. He's like, I fucking hate you, Felix. I fucking hate you. No, seriously, uh, I personally, I think the the general theme of all of this is punishment. The general theme of this whole game. And the people Mm -hmm. who And this doesn't spoil a thing, but the people who walk away from that game not enjoying it are people who broke under the punishment of it. And that's that's like, I'm not saying that's a good or a bad thing if that happened to you, um, but the the fucking decisions that the game developers made in that game, and I didn't even play it on the hardest difficulty. I can't even imagine what it's going to be like on the hardest difficulty. I have no idea. Brutal. Brutal, brutal like they made brutal decisions in that and that could probably trigger the shit out of a lot of people who normally play yeah. games that are less sure. like this game is dark as fuck and it's like violent as fuck and then you also have to make decisions that compromise you as a gamer and i don't even want to uh clarify that because that's going to compromise you us.
0: as a human being with feelings
1: yeah. yeah yeah like it conflicts you as a gamer when you play this game Mm-hmm. Um, but it's very transgressive in that respect, and you know, very very extreme summary of my of the spoiler cast we did. I felt mm-hmm. that I loved it because it took the 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 chance to be a more transgressive experience. Uh, yeah. Mid mid plug, by the way, uh, we did do a spoiler cast
0: with Doc Prefect, and mm-hmm. trip. You should listen to it when you're done the game because oh, definitely- it is. Back. we had a really really doc, great doc has some please great check thoughts it out on man. youtube yeah yeah check it out on youtube and our podcast services that is live currently so please yeah go ahead and listen to that whoever whoever's out he there he has me. an
1: experience in film editing and he had a lot to bring you know he he edits motion pictures right now for a living that's what he does so he he had a lot to bring to the table he was
0: he was the first time meeting a man that was he was great yeah really great guy yeah, yeah.
1: really like i would love to have him back I've known him since fuck college, dude. Man, you should have seen him back in the day. <laughs> it's, it's, it was so much fun.
2: Sorry, Tripp. Uh, uh, what else? Yeah. Uh, um, I think that's kind of all that I would want to go in at this point, because like obviously, to go in any deeper would be pretty spoiler intense in terms of how the game is structured. Um, we don't want to skip that. Just I've been having a lot of fun, and uh, I do
0: I do want to unleash you at some point when you can. can yeah, it up, it all for sure, day.
2: yeah, yeah. We're gonna get all caught up on it. Absolutely. It just the game. Offers so much more than the first one did in terms of like game mechanics, areas to explore, story, um, writing, acting, uh, literally length, length, you know, creativity in areas and environmental puzzles. Having so much fun with the rope, figuring yeah. out like where the rope goes. Um, there are some things that that bug me a little bit about the rope situation. Like, like there was one moment it's where never I had like, like truly obvious, right? It's like always kind of like some are dumb obvious, yeah. and some at least to me. I see the solution, but it's not what the game wants. So it yeah. either it throws me off the path or it makes me, like, waste a fuck ton of time trying to do it their way. Not yeah. a huge fan of that. Like, conceptually, the thing I want to do would get the same job done, but, like, it wasn't oh. the spot it wanted me to throw the rope at. I'm freaking, like,
1: dude, dude, bro. fucking Druckmann is so guilty of that. <laughs> like, <laughs> every one of the Uncharted games did that. Like, there was always Felix, this better I'm decision. Felix, bring your name in and
2: don't look at me. Yeah, but addressing—I was a addressing friend, Neil, who is is gonna you he's know a good, put a restraining on our, on our show one day because he's mentioning his name. He's a good I want dude. I know where this is coming from.
1: Okay. He's a good dude, but he the the the, the overall team design of this is all, quite often that like yeah. I know if I did it that way, you motherfucker, I would get the result, but instead right. like you, 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 fucked, you 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 throw the road over, result.
2: Like yeah. Yep. That's the only nitpicky thing. So Other frequent. than that, it's fun as shit. So, more of that to come tomorrow. Obviously, we'll be playing some more, and then my next week, obviously, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. Um, I'll probably take all week to finish it. I'm guessing based on my pace, unless I speed up a little bit and clear some stuff out. But we'll see. It's been a been a fun ride. I'll be sad yeah. when it's over. It's it's a lot of fun. Y- you will, be. <laughs> you be, will be. You will be. You will be sad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right. Well then, Felix, what's up? Oh, me? Okay. Yeah, you're too. Um, okay, I, so I haven't streamed at all, dudes. My schedule now has I've noticed. Yeah, my schedule now has flipped to um my work schedule, my actual job schedule, not my stream schedule. My work schedule is flipped to where every single shift, like I had a a set availability at work. Not an availability, but a preferred time to start on two days a week. So I had um, Tuesday and Thursday, twelve to to nine. The workplace that I'm in, due to uh, exposure limitations with COVID, potential COVID or whatever, um, they've limited the the office hours to nine to six, right? So that's that's my job. The latest I start is ten to seven. Uh, So in other words, they're not honoring an original availability request or a a preferred uh, scheduling request that I had before Mm -hmm. because they can't. And I'm not blaming them for it. It's just what fucking facts and I'm fine. But now I'm at this point where and days off have always been dedicated to helping uh, Mrs. Felix resolve issues around the condo. So quite frequently, the days that I streamed were the days that I could before my job, I would literally have these extra long Tuesdays and Thursdays where I would start at like eight seven thirty eight in the morning and then stream until eleven thirty and then go to my job at twelve and then get off my job at nine. Like that was my day, and I'd right. do that twice out of the week. Well, now I'm to the point where I don't have those anymore, and then the days that I'm legitimately off the two days of the week that I'm legitimately off from the job are devoted to cleaning up condos and driving places with her cats and things like that Mm -hmm. so i'm like i'm to the point now where i haven't been back to stream at all and it's like i have no explanation for it other than literally because of this disease i i don't have my time slot in the morning anymore right and i don't know what you guys think i should do like the problem with night streams is By the time I get done my job, I'm so tired. I don't feel like entertaining an audience. That's the thing. When I wake up Mm -hmm. in the morning full of energy, I feel like I want to entertain an audience. Right. But I don't like the, you know, my stream, even if I do do like, if I negotiate with Mrs. Felix and I say, um, Tuesdays and Thursdays or or my days off are the days I'm going to stream whatever days those are. And they're random Mm -hmm. every week. Right. But even if I say that to Mrs. Felix, um, even if I say I'll stream in the morning and help you in the afternoon, after a long stream I'm shot. You know, like right. I would go from like eight in the morning to one or two in the afternoon, and then afterwards immediately nap. You know, I would nap from like two or three until like six. <laughs> so right. it's like, dude, man, like I can't figure out how to get this stream back. Like I don't know what to do. So I just thought I'd drop some advice for you guys or yeah, ask I mean, it's- ask ask advice of you guys
2: for the most part, any stream ever is going to be about carving the time out of your life, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's not going to be easy, especially if you have to like kind of shift everything around, which is kind of what I went through a couple months back, you know, like I was went from streaming every day to now essentially streaming after work on three days uh, during the week. Yeah. You know, and like that was an adjustment for sure, but it was all about finding the times that worked with the work schedule work with your mental health schedule, Mm -hmm. work with like the times that you're awake, aware, entertaining, you know, and it's all about shifting things around in your life to make your priorities happen. You know? So if your priority is streaming, you'll have to cut some other things out of your life to make up, you know, for that time, obviously Mm -hmm. like you shouldn't make people in your life suffer if they're counting on you. Like you mentioned, you know, there are days where you help Mrs. Felix out. That's a priority. Obviously. Um, I just, I'm always a fan of like creating this like hierarchy, of importance and of needs yeah. at least in my brain and figuring out like what has to be where, and then where can things be shifted? Where can I make this other stuff work the best? And I think that would be a good exercise for you to figure out, you know, um, when that should be. And if it's early or at night, I think if the stream is the most important over, you know, I know you prefer mornings, but like if the goal is a stream, yeah, maybe you just kind of try to readjust. Maybe should that I, that, I
1: should just do something, you know, some evening streams just for now, yeah. just to keep the momentum going. Yeah.
0: You it's can right. always test it, like test like a night or two, see how that, fe- that makes you yeah. feel.
1: I always had when I was streaming in the morning regularly, I always had an occasional evening stream that I would do. I right. used to call it the night shift with Felix, you mm-hmm. know, and I would, I would I open have. it by playing that song by the Commodores night shift. <laughs> it's like my favorite. Can't do that anymore. Yeah. Nope. I can, no, can't do that at <laughs> all, <laughs> but, but yeah, so like, you know, I uh, I don't know. I'll get back to it. Maybe that's a good advice, like uh, just to stream a couple nights a week and just see what happens. Yeah,
2: I mean, just try it out, you know? See how you feel about it. See how the response is. You know, because obviously, like, your happiness while you stream is important. If you don't feel happy while you're doing it, you're not going to want to do it. And if the time of day affects that, and that's part of your decision-making process, you know, yeah. you have to know how you respond to that.
1: Cool. I just wanted to bring that up to you guys to see what you thought. Yeah. Um, uh, pushing, I'm all I'm doing is legendary run in Fallout. Uh, the problem mm-hmm. with Fallout is Fallout is turning into Destiny, and I'm starting to get pissed at it because uh, basically mm-hmm. it's, it's literally Just like I got to do, do, do my dailies, yeah. got to yeah. do my dailies, got to do my dailies, got to do my dailies. Welcome to MMO live service games. So, so every day am yeah. I'm, I'm I'm doing got to do my dailies. I canceled Congrats. Fallout seventy six subscription, which will expire in oh. November. On the play, uh, hold on on the PlayStation. Obviously, I didn't quit on okay. the fucking Xbox. I, I, I canceled yeah. it on the PlayStation, and I renewed Elder Scrolls Online on the Xbox. Yeah. Um, and I'm back at that. So, uh, I, you know, if I come back live streaming, I'll probably be playing Elder Scrolls, probably Elder Scrolls, um, and then any of these other story-based games that I can fit in in terms of time. Um, sure. Uh, I was trying to think of something. Oh related to fallout, but I can't remember what it was. Something that happened. I thought of it earlier that I was going to bring it up, but it doesn't really matter. It's not really that important. Um, Okay. uh, What the fuck was it? Uh, No, No, I guess it's not really that important, but I just want to dig into the, the new eventually get to the point where I can dig into like some of the DLC content for elder scrolls that takes you to, like some of the more familiar terrains like uh, Skyrim, you know, Skyrim's like now been added. The majority of Riften was always in the game. Like you could go to Riften. Like if you had like just the standard non DLC version right. of the game, uh, that was the only portion of Skyrim that existed in ESO. the ESO. I guess that
2: city existed in whatever year or era. This no, no, no. Happening.
1: It's, it's what they've given you of Skyrim so far. It's like segmented like eventually
2: what i'm I'm saying is like like that city exists in the time frame that eso takes place in because this is like what thousands of years before thousands
1: of years before and i don't know if they're fine-tuning it that closely i mean there's i think all the cities that exists in skyrim as you play them you know from the the elder scrolls 5 i think they all existed thousands a year, years yeah. ago i haven't explored the full of skyrim's map to know if that's true but um, remember a lot of these cities were uh, were forged with dwemer architecture so many of them existed when the dwemer, dwemer existed and then sure. civilizations the nords built on top of dwemer extant dwemer shit yeah. so like i i wouldn't be surprised if some f- version of these you know like Windhelm and whatever is what you what you play. I think I I think you can go to Windhelm before this new Skyrim DLC, but now the Skyrim DLC that came out cuz I think you told me Trip Zero that your favorite city in Skyrim is Solitude. Am I right? Yes, that's that's For accurate. Sure. So you'd be Love used, Solitude. Even, even though the MMO aspect of this ver- playing a version of elder scrolls is not something you're into and i'm, I'm not i'm not uh trying to sell this game to you but sure. like, well, we tried it we played it together for a little bit on on the xbox what i what i was going to say to you is the new dlc would fascinate you because it's their interpretation of solitude a few three you know couple thousand years prior yeah. i
2: actually i think i have popped into some streams um i think it was actually um shout out to our buddy kj lewis i think i was watching him play it one day and he was in solitude And i was like oh my god dude i love seeing yeah. the city right so now. that was
1: recent so he was playing yeah. that recent yeah because that's that's the one that's out right now yeah I think he wa- played it when it came out when the expansion came out dude i'm super i'm super fucking behind like i don't want to play I'm, this is how bad i am and you're gonna, yeah. both gonna tell me that this is not how you play an mmo but like i'm fine with it uh, first off, I don't play an MMO with other people. I play it entirely by myself, and I'm going for the collectibles and all that shit alone. <laughs> and sure. and secondly, I'm also not wanting to play any of the DLC shit until I actually finish the core story stuff, which I mm-hmm. haven't even finished. And I'm like, dude, I'm, my character's almost level 100. This isn't very high, but I'm almost level 100 champion level, which is the post-50 leveling system like the legendary sure. le- leveling system that they have in this. So my character is a really high level character, but I'm literally still playing like early story quest shit. Like, right.
2: Yeah. Is there a list of like objectives or things that you can do solo? Can you do everything
1: solo? They added this thing that I think, and this was like last year at some point, but I'm pretty sure this was added for for them realizing that their entire or a, not entire, but like a large portion of the database of people that are playing their game, uh-huh. they realized are single player players. Right? Like I guess they're maybe they're tracking the hours that a person clocks with a group and how many hours they clock without a group. And they added this really cool thing that I mentioned to many shows ago, called the Zone Guide. And the uh-huh. Zone Guide is a checklist for each fucking section of the game, like Deshaun, uh fucking Stone Falls, like all the different sections. When you go to the zone guide, there you hold down the X button to then like go to the, the story of that section. Hmm. So you can you can literally the zone guide will guide you to the next quest. You don't have to go looking around the map for where the icon is. And then there's all these checkboxes for single player experience type stuff. Some of them are like complete this public dungeon you know, and you might need friends for that or the boss fights. You definitely need friends for, but a Mm -hmm. a lot of it is like catch three fish. I'm never, I'm not doing that with other people. These, These are rare fish. You catch them and you spend hours alone doing that. Like other things are like, You know, find uh, you know all of these shards that give you like level up points, skill points, and shit. Like find those around the world. I'm not doing that with somebody else. Like that. You know, the only thing you really do with other people in this MMO are dungeons. You know, if you want to get gain experience, and that's it. That's pretty much it. All this is primarily a single player story. Are there things like in an MMO world? You
2: mentioned dungeons. Are there things like raids or really kind of yeah uh, yeah ch- specific or challenging multi-person com- it's like content? twelve or sixteen
1: person? I can't remember raids. They might go mm. bigger than that, but I th- sure. the last I saw it was like twelve to sixteen. And like, but I don't play. I don't play any of those. Like they're not on the checklist. That's the thing that's crazy yeah. about the zone guides. Like these raids uh, and dungeon find and shit are all external. To the the zone checklist so it's like they built this system or this like way of uh of interpreting the world from a single player perspective which points to me like they read their own data and realized that a lot of people are playing this game without other people you know right which is interesting to me because when you hear mmo you think i'm raiding and playing with other people all the time like that's what you guys do in final fantasy 14 am i wrong yeah, it's that. Yeah. I mean any kind of
2: massive, like you just said,
1: organized organizing well, you you when the, when you you the content. When you come in to do that, is your primary motion, motivation to do that to level up so you can unlock a special type of gear or a type of like armor I mean, set or
0: so usually you're when you, you go you do the raids to get gear for yourself, you, you're taking a chance actually. Like you're mostly competing with the other people unless you're like in a all right. There's a lot of ways that people used to do this. In back in the old WoW days, you would finish a raid, and then the guild leader or the raid leader would go, "Okay, so which 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 of our members are the ones that earn this gear this week?" Right? They would they would have like a system in place that would let you go, "You get this new piece of armor," or "You." In uh, pugs pickup groups, uh, generally, you you all it's all free for all, right? You'll you'll all roll for the gear, but they usually dole out enough that like at least a quarter of the raid gets new stuff. What, right? what,
1: how are they? Being the people who set and decide whether gear gets to people, I don't understand that.
0: The it's confusing. guild, like guild, like guild or raid leaders. Yeah. So if you're ro- rolling with a guild that you've that you roll with, uh, generally they'll they'll take note of the members and who's who's going to be in the raid team, and then this is like I'm talking like back in the WoW days when I used to do like uh, raids and WoW. Yeah, I, um, I don't know how any of this works. So yeah, like they usually did something called like loot master, and the leader of the raid would end up being the, the controller of who gets the loot at the end.
1: And they would usually like you would get So like, the game gives n- them the permission player. to designate this.
0: Right. So there there are different ways. WoW used to have different or still does probably it has different ways that determine how the raids loot is given. Uh loot master was one of them, or greed versus need, which is like you roll need if you need the gear, you roll greed if if you, you don't really need it, but you still want a piece of gear out of it, and then it, it, the game will prioritize the, the role for need over greed, right? Um, and then you, you do a dice roll, 1 through 99, whoever gets the higher number gets that. That's the need-greed system. Okay. And then the loot master system is the leader will go, okay, so uh, Jimmy, you've been here the longest, you've been in the most raids, you've earned this many points because you've helped us out and complete, complete these raids the most. So, this, guess what? This week, you've earned the piece of gear that we get. Uh, in in the raid, um, over time they've actually corrected a lot of this and made it so everyone will get a token by the end, like or some form of mm-hmm. token system. Which after a while of accumulating, you go to a vendor in town and then you can just buy the gear you the raid gear that you want, right? So they have many different forms and ways of of doing this. I'm sorry, I hope I didn't go too long in this explanation. No,
1: yeah. no, I I was trying to understand it because it 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 is designed dramatically. <laughs> I'm playing an MMORPG at in claim, but to me, it sounds like this game is not designed, and maybe I don't know about that other side of it, but it doesn't sound like it's because desi- all loot loot in Elder Scrolls Online is not unlike Skyrim in that it's individual to the player. So it's like there's no way there could be a raid or guild party leader in Elder Scrolls Online, to my perception, that would earn. And believe me, I don't play in those crazy events right? Mm -hmm. Because I don't really have a party of people to play with, but I don't maybe there's some form of gear that is above, you know, when you go into those events that people earn that I'm not Mm -hmm. aware of, you know what I mean? That's not even on my radar because I didn't even know it was a thing, right? But the perception I got of this game is everyone gets their own individual loot and I don't know how somebody could ever measure what loot I'm getting because I'm killing shit and there's the loot and I get it. You You have to to keep track of it outside
2: of the game. That's like the point. No, of like what, having like- what
1: Neo seems to be explaining to me is that if you join these certain big parties, like there's mm-hmm. party specific gear that's dropped to the party, and the party leader receives it and can divvy it to people. Mm-hmm. Is that the impression you're giving yeah. me, Neo? Yeah. And that that, yeah. that kind of system might exist in Elder Scrolls, but I've never been invited into a guild to do it, so I don't even know uh, what that's about. Um, and maybe that's why people play it but the side of the game that i'm playing is solely individual like all the shit i'm getting is rewarded to me on an individual basis and i'm happy with that like i don't need to go to any other part of the game and i'm also not even playing the pvp side of the game at all you know like i've never played
0: it for the story content i don't even know uh, i don't even know what the
1: reason the meta would be for wanting to play the pvp other than wanting to kill other people but like the yeah, competitive nature of it, right? Yeah, the competitive competitive nature of it. But anyway, anyway, I just thank thank you for explaining that to me. But anyone in the chat who might have a little bit more insight on Elder Scrolls Online and like if they have a system like that so, built in, talk or... to KJ Lewis honestly because yeah, he has yeah. been playing the game. But He's did probably you, a... did you see him playing with other people, Trip Zero? When you saw him playing, or I did not. It looked like he was just playing by himself. Honestly, right, right. He yeah. didn't have like a party with him. Um, no, because I, saw. I, I think the default for a lot of people with this game is don't play with other people just play alone and the zone yep. guides are evidence of the fact that they recognize that as a real thing and they want to organize that play style for the people who play that way mm-hmm.
0: um, it's anyway. funny though uh, since we're talking about mmos playing solo the old republic did a really cool thing because it was made by bioware and you could it had bioware like cutscenes right where you make choices and you could do good or evil stuff and it had full fully voiced cutscenes where you could make all the all the response choices but if you're in a party it gives the option for all players to choose something and then the game kind of like rolls who gets to actually say the line and oh, then wow. you actually get, yeah. And you get like experience certain types of like morality experience as you, as you make choices through those conversations. So it was a way to like, kind of be like, well, I can play this solo or if I'm in a party in a group of people, they can all be involved in, in my story, which was kind of nice. I, I like
1: that idea a lot. That's cool. So a little side note there. All right. Well, a second. I, you know, I'm done. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna take my yeah, headphones no. off and just leave now <laughs> no, no, I'm just, kidding. I'm just kidding. um well i'm
0: yeah. a lot shorter than than felix Sorry, um Finished care. uncharted 4 it's okay uh, i finished uncharted 4 and it was again quite a quite a nice ride it's a great ro- a great romp What's did you
1: up? get to the point that i said at the end of that where i was annoyed yeah the sword fight yeah, I fucking hate that. Yeah, yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. I remember it. <laughs> I fucking hate it. It's it's flashy funny. and cinematic though. Like I appreciate that. It's uh, very pretty. Pissed me off, but I was yeah. I Once again, I was playing it on crushing. So
0: yeah, yeah. I was playing on normal baby mode, but whatever. It was great. I wanted the movie experience. I got the movie experience, so I was happy. Yeah. Um, finish that. I was like, what else am I gonna play now? Okay, well, I started up Monster Hunter on PC. Uh, Coil and I, we crushed the main campaign again now we're in iceborne and nice. uh just playing it on pc now we're starting over with the loot grind like that's it's pretty much what i've what, uh, been doing there and then i've also been playing more valorant which has been a good time i'm, I'm getting better at it feeling pretty good about it the grind i hear it's a man it, it is most definitely a, a grind mm-hmm. um but i like the game a lot like i really love everything that game offers like the competitiveness the, the the hyper-sensitive shooting and the slow nature of it, the strategy, like, all of that really jives with me. It really jives. And I love that we have a, a group of people that we play with, and that makes it a lot yeah. more fun. Um, it
2: was, uh, I think that's you, Locke, Channing, and Jay, primarily? Or is it... So a lot of be- people. We got uh, Jedamame, Vital, uh, Twitty,
0: he's been wow, joining Vital. in. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Vital's Dude, playing. Vital yeah. is re- he's, like, probably the best of us. Yeah, Vital's not... Saying. Yeah. Um, and last night I was playing with uh, Mike from uh, Lunar Castaways, Quail, uh, and Jay. We were all in a group last night. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there's a Nimbus uh, in there sometimes too. We get them in there. Um, it's it's a great time. We got we got a we got a good party going. Yeah, the best, not the last of us, the best of us. Um, also, I've been, I started I restarted my save file in Final Fantasy Twelve. I'm like halfway through that game and I kind of I just picked it up and jumped right back and I was like cool I, my characters are already programmed with their gambits mm-hmm. so I'm just like just fucking go let's just see the story um yeah. it's fun playing switch that's my that's been in my in bed game um Well yeah and, we've been talking about that and that's that for me is final fantasy 10 I see that's why I want to finish 12 I was like I cannot let myself start 10
2: until I finish this game that I started Yeah, that's the problem dude they're all so yeah. long and I'm like so you problem. hop like back and forth between all of them because you realize like oh man i think i want to do this one instead like i'm in the middle of nine Mm -hmm. a final fantasy nine like i have not maybe i just did i think i just left the main continent for the first time in nine on the switch playthrough which is like maybe halfway i think like it's not even halfway i feel like it's early on in the game kind of still for how long the game is you know but yeah. like, i haven't pushed it since because i was like i feel like doing something else that's the problem with having so many options portably especially when it comes to the final fantasy entries. i think it's so funny too because you crushed final fantasy 7 the classic yeah. final fantasy 7
0: you just crushed it and i was I very I impressed game, by it
2: the back of my hand dude literally mm-hmm.
0: in and out. i was surprised at how fast you were like you a breakneck pace through that it was insane rushing right through it man um but yeah like 12 has been my in-bed game and i will finish it eventually and start 10 i'm literally just waiting for ghost of tsushima which i will do like a 10-hour stream on friday i'm probably going to start early and play that all day uh so if you want to come and check it out trip and see what the hype's all about i i my plan is to watch people
2: playing this game
0: yeah so like before we transition the news let's talk about your infamous tweet this morning that i was Mm. like what what all right go ahead explain your
2: explain yourself trip well we've chatted on the show and off the show and around the show just in general about how like we're all excited for this game you know and for the most part i'm still interested in it and i'm excited to see what it uh what it looks like how it's received you know uh watching streams obviously it's a big part of that but i think i might skip it at launch now why specifically go go
0: into like your thought process i mean like look look before you do that like i'm not trying to like be
2: like you gotta play this game man i'm not trying to like do that but i know it wouldn't matter one way or the other like no it wouldn't some really good compelling arguments of course but like i feel like we'll have that discussion after the game's out when i can be actionable about it, you know, where I can see this stuff in practice or have someone show me you know, one gameplay mechanic versus another, but the longest of, long and short of it came down to uh, reading a ton of reviews about the game, and they all said essentially the same thing, and people's opinions about those things were slightly different, right? So it was pretty good to find, like, the consistency behind all of the ways they were describing it, whether it was good or, or what it was bad, because that's not what I care about. I'm not going to be influenced by that. But there was a, a common thread that this game, while beautiful, while gorgeous, while innovating slightly in some kind of a gameplay indicator ways. Like, you know, we've talked about how the wind guides you through the world instead of like a little waypoint for like an open world adventure. Yeah. I've also, heard- another, another thing that happens is
0: if you're on your horse, a, a bird will swoop in and kind of guide you like as you're riding to like special locations.
2: Like it'll right. just like the, the world around you kind mm-hmm. of lives and breathes and guides you essentially and that's cool it's still a very cool concept my worry is that at the end of the day that it's not going to go enough away from a new experience in terms of like an open world semi-silent protagonist driven exploration game Where you have a lot of shit to do and you move through areas kind of knocking things off a checklist until you get through the end of the game you know I could be yeah. oversimplifying it, but there there were some concerns as I as I read this that it's not gonna do enough new.
0: So I think for me, the stand one of the standout things, because like everything you're saying is right. Like it it is your in in some ways a cookie cutter like open world game that we're all familiar with in a lot of ways. I think for me the standout is is a the presentation of it. And B, one thing that I've noticed all the reviewers are saying is The combat is something that never gets tired. Like it it never gets, you never get tired of being a samurai and doing the combat. And the combat has a crunch. It has a nice, it has a good feel to it. Um, Everything's weighty. Like those are really important things. Like God of War had that weightiness feel into the combat, which which made it feel good the entire way through the game. Um, This also has that. And among that, you you can switch it up. Like you can become the ninja, the ghost. And right. then your combat will shift from the honorable samurai where, who faces his opponents head on and in a honorable fashion to a more ninja-like, uh, dishonorable style of, like, stealth and, and uh, that's that thing. And yeah. you get all kinds of weapons surrounding that, and all kinds of gadgets and whatever. But I think those are, like, probably the main appeals to me. Like, doing, being the, being the samurai and doing right. those things. The standoffs, the boss fights, like they all look very cinematic and flashy. Another appeal, another appeal I have
2: that's, that's standing out to me. Yeah, I mean, that's the tough part, part because the game I know is going to look gorgeous and I know it's probably going to have some amazing visual experiences across the board. Um, yeah. But I don't know if that plus combat is going to do it for me. Like I don't know if I n- need or want to play that kind of game right now.
1: You know? yeah, Was it my other observation? Was it close on that? Like I made two observations prior to the show about why <laughs> I thought. Uh, I just remember the one you mentioned that. Is it the PlayStation template of game design? You know, I, we talked about that. He clarified yeah, not- on that. He doesn't necessarily think of that. No. The other thing I suggested was that uh, when we were talking about Kurosawa films, that it it's a Western game. You, you speak very passionately about games that are in the JRPG vain like you you can't stop talking about them there's nothing tired about them to you sure even though though, to me as an outside observer when i look at all the games you play every single game type to me observably just looks the same right right you know with all the animate flashy animation and the bright colors and and the the turn-based systems and and that um, kind of stuff definitely like a like
2: I don't want to sound like, oh, I'm a fucking weird gamer because, like, I do like shit that's like You're not a you know, weird mainstream game. and stuff. But, like, the things that make me like a game are not the most common things, I think, as to why people like games. Like, a game's music and score will go so far in keeping me in the game or making me want to just play it and once and be done with it. Um, literally, like, the, the worlds and the design of the levels, the planets, whatever, wherever something happens and takes place, right? Like, I don't care if it's the same exact game. A visual element might stick out to me in one game versus another, and it will make me want to play that game a thousand percent more than the other game, even if they're exactly the same mechanically. Right. Like that's that's a big deal to me as well. Um, I, I do. Know, I, I do think this game has
0: all those pieces that would appeal to you.
2: Well, it does. The but music but, versus the visual style versus the game, it, like the those game, those things are all going to be there. But at the end of the day, I'm going to w- need to enjoy playing the game, <laughs> and I don't know if I will from what I've read, based on the potential for this to be a but you know, a same E open world exploration with a very, very nice skin, you know? Very beautiful sounding, very beautiful looking. Um but like if I'm just knocking off objectives off a map, upgrading my my weapons, going to the next story mission, I've done that tons of times. All right. And I'm gonna I'm gonna need to know that this is like a unique experience all right i got
1: it In- I'm, I'm gonna do it i'll buy it i'll buy it i'll play it i'll, <laughs> uh, uh, play. I'll play it and I'll, uh, let, buy let, it though, right? I'll, I'll play it live so you can watch it and then you know like decide we were, as, later. Of, as of a week we're all gonna just be playing this game live but you don't have to now i got it this, got it, this is me i'm gonna play it <laughs> won't be till Monday for me. You can watch, I, I you can too watch, will be
0: playing it on Friday. You can watch
1: Neo stream. I'll take I'm one for the team though. I'm taking one for the team this time. I appreciate your <laughs> sacrifice, dude.
2: You're, you're actually just such a selfless human. And I appreciate you right now more than I ever have in my entire life. Yeah,
1: I, I think my stream playing it. If I'm going to do a stream will be Monday morning. That's that's my, yeah, it's going yeah. to play all weekend. Monday morning because I got I'm a not busy weekend
2: off this game by any means. I think I'm off of it in the launch period. Uh, Andy tweeted at me and made a really good point that he's waiting until the PS5, and
1: I thought, hmm, that's not a bad idea. Or like you know? a PC launch eventually? Like that. Would that ever happen, or is it exclusive?
2: Uh, I think if it's with a Sony exclusive, it probably wouldn't. Um, but then again, Horizon Zero Dawn came out years after the fact, so who knows? You know. Um, right. So when,
0: like uh, one thing that I've usually been like hammer like hammering on is Ubisoft's style of cookie cutter games have, have been getting to me like often. And this is actually going to be a pretty good segue. We won't have to segue yet. That's fine. Sure. But I do get very tired of the sameness that, uh, watchdogs or not Watch Dogs Ubisoft has with all, like most of their games, even with like the revisions that assassin's creed has gone through over the years. I still get very tired of performing those tasks over and over. Um, and the, and they generally take the same ideas and then transplant them into other games with other mechanics like Watch Dogs with the phones Assassin's Creed you get you know it's it's melee combat you're climbing things like it has oh, I mean, it has the things that stand out but for Ghost of Tsushima it seems it seems they've put a lot more like hard work into the world and into the way that their their game is going to feel now this is talking as someone who hasn't touched the game yet right but, yeah but to to me, a lot of that stands out to me, like just like looking at the presentations and even watching the reviews. Like like we brought up Skill Up earlier before the show. Um, he is someone who generally doesn't care for the Ubisoft formula. Like he he points it out. He doesn't really jive with it. He liked Odyssey, but to a point, like he liked it to a point. But for this, he he generally was like, I really enjoyed Ghost Tsushima because it it does these things all very well, almost like in a Witcher style, but right. more more accessible. Right. He already played it. Yeah, he he was, he has completed it. Yeah, all was of lucky. Go- he
1: completed all of Ghost of Tsushima. Correct.
0: A oh. lot of these reviewers have already done it. How yeah. long is the game? Like thirty, forty hours. Mm. Cool. Yep. But yeah, so we're looking forward to it. And please tune in, tune into Felix and I stream. Yeah, I
2: going to be checking it brain? out. Sure. Yeah. I mean, like in my brain right now, this is probably wildly inaccurate. I need to know how it's different than like the template of like Assassin's Creed Odyssey.
1: Mm-hmm. I think
2: I it's going to be a that. lot
1: different than that.
2: I think it will too, but I need to see it is what I'm saying. Oh. Because from sure. what I've been hearing about the things that you do, it sounds like Japanese Assassin's Creed, which I would have wanted years ago, but it's got to sell it to me a little bit more now.
0: For me personally, I want to, I want a samurai Kenshin game where I can be the samurai, be the lone warrior, you know, yeah, what, was that, that, that what was that one back in
1: the day? It was like a, maybe on,
0: Bushido Blade, Bushido Blade. That that was a fucking game, dude. I think I remember that was loving like a, that. It was it was a fighting game that was like a one hit kill. It was like you you got you performed your strike. If you did it right, you win. Like it was beautiful, mm-hmm. gorgeous. I can love that game. They should make another one of those. That'd be amazing. This game feels like that in some ways because a lot of those a lot of those hard hitting moves you can you can finish in one hit and it, that that.
1: Feels like the samurai, the samurai style to me. But, but right. both of you were talking about like what when games don't really when or like with Ubisoft with the copy and paste that they seem to do between their games and everything like that. I was watching. You know, we're we're getting ready to segue into talking about like their event, and I was watching like a like a ten minute video to summarize some of the stuff I missed from the the event. So I watched a ten yeah. minute video. They show me all this like quick clips of the the Watchdogs Legion shit. And I was mm. like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah," and then, like in the because it was a condensed clip by like a third party organization or whatever. They immediately went into this other game that's like a multiplayer game with hacking, right? That we well, mm-hmm. you might have the name of it. I didn't even pay attention. It's because not related was, to watch folks. No, this is the crazy thing. In this quick crazy edit. These two games look like they copied and pasted everything into multiplayer format because the other game, whatever that's called, that they're coming Hyper-scape. out. With, Hyper-s- Hyperscape. Hyperscape. Is that what it's called? It's a new Battle Royale game that right. just yeah. came out. So this game battle, has it's like. Th- it's a Battle Royale, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I knew that,
2: but like I was. The way you were describing it, it didn't seem like a battle. Royale. Yeah, you get you do get hacks in the game
0: because the entire game takes place in a virtual world.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, so, that you, yeah. Mention that. So I see this and I go, wait, is, that, actually, is that? It seems it interesting. Enough. I was like thinking, is is that DLC for fucking Watch Dogs Legion? Like, what the fuck is happening yeah. right now? This seems s- too similar. It looked like I there was. To-
2: soft property yeah. yeah
1: it looks like there were hacking animations that looked like they were copied and pasted right from fucking watchdogs like i was I mean, I, i'm watching this and i'm going this, sometimes this a you know too-
2: pandemic you're working in a studio you just fucking s- send your hard drive over to someone else dude. <laughs> 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 fireframes. why not dude it's a lot of work out here and we can come on yeah come on right like
1: it makes me makes me think of a few years ago which i think you posted this is one of the news points but like the Ubisoft comes out with Assassin's Creed Black Flag and then they're like, Yeah, let's make a multiplayer ship game called Skull and Bones for the people. Which I have like, which I do have a news article you, on. You have way. a news article on that. Yeah, let's That's just
0: let's just jump right into the Ubisoft. Yeah, stuff. why not? Why not? Um yeah, they had their Ubisoft forward this weekend. Do you guys want to talk about what they didn't talk about first?
1: Yeah. Yeah, go for it.
0: So like a day or two before, uh there was this whole thing. Here, I'm gonna bring up the article here. Boop. Uh top Ubisoft executives are uh, are out amid allegations of company, company-wide misconduct. Um, and it, I'm not going to say, I can't even say these people's names because it's all very, uh, from the Canadian, Yanis Mallet, the head, the head of the Canadian studios are out effective immediately as well as he was and he was, a uh, okay. And a guy named Haas, Haas coat, It's got one of those two dots above me. Just do your best. Sorry. Hoss, your best. Hoss- okay.
2: Uh,
0: he was responsible for overseeing rayman assassin's creed in the division and he's also now out and he's public he he's the french newspaper liberation publicized allegations of enabling misconduct by high level executives now i'm trying to find where it says what the misconduct is i'm not seeing it i'm not seeing what they're what it is is it is it embezzlement is it is it sexual abuse is it I think this is related to the sexual abuse stuff that went down a couple weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm honestly not. They're not actually coming out and saying it.
2: Sorry, guys. I don't. I don't they're a, not saying what it was. We don't have to dig back down no. too deeply, but I do remember them not dealing with that really up front.
0: Yeah, they tweeted on the 12th, and that was before. When was the Ubisoft thing? That was uh, on sunday which was sorry guys i'm sitting a timeline down that was the 12th as well they tweeted that day it looks like wow Mm -hmm. um in the morning ubisoft forward comes during a big time of internal change because of all the content that has been pre-recorded we want to recognize that the issues we are currently dealing with won't be addressed directly in the show we will still have significant work to do and are committed to this process and we will provide more updates soon that's all it said that was that was their tweet um, and a lot of people were pointing out that they didn't use their own hashtag, which they had been using the whole week, like hyping people up for their their event. And I then they just not a lot of attention to it. Yeah, to be and honest, they, those
1: could also be two different departments who are dealing with. No, same be. account. No, it's, same, it's yeah. Oh, same account.
0: Got it. Well, well here's here's the thing. Just you kidding. you want people to watch your Ubisoft event, right? You want them, You want to people to see your games that you're showing. What you don't want everyone to know is all the bullshit that's happening in your company. And a lot of people probably won't see that tweet a lot of people who don't care they, they ca- the people who will see the Ubisoft announcements will see the Far Cry the Watch Dogs, they'll see all the good stuff they won't happen to come across this um, that's just generally how social media
1: works, right? It, that's, how, that's how word of mouth gets Those, gets traveled that right. fucking game company is gaming their social media
0: <laughs> <Hey-o>, <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Um, they get it right like these are PR These are PR statements that are well crafted And whatever and they oh, yeah. Yeah, it's Literally their job dude yeah, yeah. So like I, I get it and At the same time I'm like well Still shitty still shitty guys. Mm-hmm. Uh But anyway that's That you guys have any, any thoughts on that trip
1: But, Felix, but I mean, it is a, It is a statement that's declaring That the people that they that Were having Issues are gone Are gone yeah. So it's
2: It's positive in terms of, you know, are they doing something, especially with their high level leadership? Yes, they are. But it also seems pretty um, convenient as well to not address this until after your big event was done. Maybe it's not like, you know. No, I thought you
1: said it was before the big event.
2: The event, all this happened before the event, but they didn't address it directly before the event. They also didn't call attention to it the way they could have by, like Neo said, using their hashtag that people were using to talk about the upcoming event and to generate traction Hmm. for this, you know? They just, it seemed like they did a little bit of like, well, they didn't brush under the rug because they're acknowledging it, but like they just didn't do enough spotlighting until it was guaranteed not to kind of like fall back on their event in any way that's the part that's a little bit like Mm. yeah you know a little bit of a yikes a little bit i'd say
0: but yeah after that we got to see their event and in their event uh just moving on (laughs) Um, moving on this this I find really interesting Felix because you were a fan of the Ghost Recon Wildlands that's what
1: it was called I believe right I was a fan of Wildlands and then I got the second one whatever that was called
0: They had a trailer before their play their it, full really? show Yeah I mean well look that game was very poorly received Breakpoint, and,
1: Breakpoint
0: was real. Breakpoint yeah it was very poorly received and it had a lot of problems which I know that they acknowledged and they are working on Um they showed off a trailer for AI teammates a feature that was in Wildlands sorry that just blew my mind, what's it, just it blew my mind what's it called again ai teammates in what in breakpoint
1: <laughs> i didn't even see that that wasn't in the 10 minute video it was
0: it wasn't in there it wasn't in the forward of it it was like their pre-show tra- it was one of their things in the pre-show like we know
1: you loved ai teammates we're gonna bring them back i mean yeah it's weird it's fine weird. and everything but like the game did a, essentially have something that met the need of ai teammates it was it was more drone support. Like the drone sure. did the work of the AI teammates. Before it was like you're here, you're alone, but you have two guys. You go to set up your shot, which is like a sync shot, is what they call. Shot, it. Yeah. So which set, I was a cool feature. I like that. Yeah. So you set up your sync shot, and then the people who do the extra shooting are the dudes that are with you. In right. fucking breakpoint, the exact same mechanic is there, except it's just the drone. The drone. drone very cool like so what, what, did, did they think we needed that uh, like people were pissed
2: eating, man leave him alone uh, let me tell it's you the, let me tell you the mecha-
1: let me it's tell the you no <laughs> let me tell you the fucking ai teammate mechanic that they needed to fix which i guarantee in this update is not going to be motherfucking fixed okay wait on us buddy the ai teammates need to know how to drive the truck that's the problem with Ghost Recon Wildlands. I wouldn't guarantee. I wouldn't guarantee those that. fucking AI teammates. I would always get in, and I'm in the passenger seat, and then they don't drive. And here's what's crazy: then they they come out with Far Cry Five, and they added to Far Cry Five, which is a different studio within Ubisoft. It's a completely different company, essentially. You know, these studios kind of like as we talked about, work in like their own vacuums, right? Trip? Didn't we talk about that? Um, to some extent, I would say. Yeah, to maybe. an extent. So Far Cry they 5. All, they all shared climbing towers. And uh, right. Well, they they all, Far Cry 5 was a little bit on the fringe because they made fun of the tower climbing thing and didn't really have towers. So, like, the, 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 your first mission in Far Cry 5 is to go to climb a tower, and the guy goes, I know you've been climbing a lot of towers over the years. uh I'm not going to make you do this more than just now. It's really high. And <laughs> That's like the, like the dialogue within Far Cry Five. I love Far Cry. If if you climb
2: a tower and go to Tsushima, I swear to God, I'm yeah, out.
1: Yeah, you're out. Yeah, yeah, just done. But I'll let you, I'll let you know, Trev. Don't worry. But but it, so I I play hours upon hours. at complete you know all the achievements in Ghost Recon Wildlands and then lacking this mechanic of the AI people just driving for me so that I can be in the car and shoot out the window. That's what I want. Very next game I get to is Far Cry Five, and it's fucking there. The mechanic is there. You get into a jeep, and you're in the passenger seat. The person with you who's on your team, because they had like this thing where you could like have two people who followed you, who were like you know one. Well, actually, you could have animals too, which is really cool. You know, very like, Metal Gear Solid Five, by the way. Yeah, it so you, it, you, which probably was ripped from Metal Gear, because I think that came out before who's Far Cry Five, but but. Yeah, the the coolest uh, animal mechanic was this giant bear named Cheeseburger. <laughs> oh yeah, I've heard about <laughs> so you cheeseburger. cheeseburger as a companion. And he attacks shit. It was a lot of fun, but anyway, um, so then the, the mechanic was there, man. Like literally, you would mark a, a location on the map, and you would say you would just hit this button that made them. Auto, it was called Auto Drive, and it would make the AI companion drive for you, and you could shoot out the window in first person. That that was. Yep it was great in far cry five um and then breakpoint comes out and they just their answer to the complaint i had was get rid of the ai companions entirely well, so now look, i have to drive
0: with breakpoint from what i from what i gather because yeah I there was a lot of issues yeah. they, they, in, I, in a whole they took a massive step back and what ghost recon and pretty much any game would would innovate forward right they added a gear system that didn't really matter. Right, like right. It right, yeah, totally was didn't matter. utterly pointless just for the sake of had it, having it. Didn't matter. No. They took away the AI teammates. They took away a lot of physics that just just were broken at launch. They added a, a, a social hub for a game that you're supposed to be a solo <laughs> operator
1: in, right? It like, made no fucking sense,
0: dude. Like, we- like a, a lot of the game was just like... A contradiction on itself dude. you like, walk
1: into this trip zero you walked into the social hub and mm-hmm. th- th- this is the fucking thing that was most ridiculous about it everybody who starts the game brand new starts with the exact same outfit <laughs> so, you couldn't customize like, anything didn't from didn't the beginning was nothing around. was unlocked so you load into this space and it's literally it's the same exact <laughs> soldier like you know, sixty, fifty, sixty soldiers that all look exactly the same, right. except for maybe one has a mohawk and another one has more of a mutton chop. Right. <laughs> it was, it was so bad. It was that moment when you realized that you are uh, just a number. You know.
0: Well, you re- you know what the social spaces in these games are for, right? No, they're they're they let other people show off what they have whether that be through the gear that they've earned or gear that they've purchased. Not in this game, because everyone looked exactly the same. <laughs> but, but eventually you won't. Like Eventually you'll get right. the cool sniper rifle or the cool face mask or whatever It's it can be. Destiny does the same thing. It's literally granted
2: like like it's a it's a hub space right like you get your missions and stuff but they let you see other players any game any mmo game the division two final fantasy 14 you know final fantasy 11 world of warcraft you're looking at like the weapons they have equipped and then you'll know oh that guy did that activity oh that guy got that gear wow that's a rare drop like the person on a mount and like in like an open world mmo you know like someone in final fantasy running through the map on like that uh like the car that they put in the game yeah. from final fantasy 15 that you could have three of your oh, yeah. other you could drive around your friends in the game they'll go mm-hmm. oh they did that event they were there at that point in time which is kind of the allure for that yeah. stuff you two, want to, like, two
1: examples entire like worth to like what you've done two right. examples two two examples from Fallout 76 I know you guys hate it but uh I'm gonna bring it up real quick uh Kyle right and Splorence okay So Kyle has bought the store and he made, you know, he's from Ireland, but he made this super duper American house, (laughs) like his perception of American living. Like he made this. Yeah. You go there. So there's, there's something, I don't even know when you could have gotten this from the fallout store, but there is this super American statue, which is like the power armor suit, like on his knee, you know what I mean? Like big bronze and iron. You can buy this at one point and you put it in your, in front of your house. And like, when you walk up, you press a button on it and a giant nuclear bomb explosion <laughs> blows up around you. doesn't hurt you. It's for a complete dramatic a effect. effect. Yeah. This is the statues dramatic thing that it does. All right. um, so Kyle has this like positioned in front of his like American house. That has a giant American flag. Um, like pretty much. All of Fallout 76 world is the social hub because that's how people behave in it. They get goofy shit from the Atom store and then they wear them. Like uh, the second example is Splorens. He's always wearing like a he's wearing like a three piece suit and then the giant like head, you know, like the uh, Pip, uh, the uh, Fallout boy head. Yeah. Right? He's wearing that and he's what running around the-, the event where everyone was wearing like the, the bear no, outfit. That was in a, uh, that was a group of people online who were trolling people by wearing the bear hat and like pretty much nothing else. And just standing right. and staring at you with the bear yeah. hat. Like it was I, super creepy. I'd be upset
2: if I saw yeah, that.
1: Yeah. And then they had the fast event, which was essentially an attempt to collect like 30 different types of masks like weird masks that you could Mm -hmm. wear. And there's no plans for these. You can't get them ever again. If you scrap them from your inventory, you got to wait until Fosnock again, whenever that happens next year or whatever. So like people like pride themselves on getting these masks because each time Fosnock comes around, they're going to be rare and different and unique and people are going to want to show them off. And, you know, in what, you know, Fallout doesn't have a social world, but it has like, it is a social world a social world time. yeah
2: so. well i'm sure you can look at that and go oh i know that person was there you know in 2019 2018 or whatever
1: yeah, and yeah. They're, they're bringing pre- being pretty clever with that because there's certain th- like that statue thing that kyle has that doesn't exist in the store i don't know when it'll even come back to the store you mm-hmm. know but kyle bought it he was like i snatched that right up because it's so amazing and it is I don't know where I would put it. I don't think it would fit. Oh yeah. The most recent thing that they added to the store, which was actually surprisingly cheap. They dude, they added, you remember the red rocket gas station? Yeah, I do. They added the whole thing. You could just for 500 atoms, you could buy a red rocket gas station. Yeah. And build it in your base, which was interesting. Super, super weird. Anyway, side, side note. Nice.
0: Uh, cool um yeah so that that's a thing uh breakpoint <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, if, if you would have told me we would have spent this much fucking time on Ghost goes uh, Breakpoint, i would have not been on. yeah i really uh, I shut do want to move on but
0: that I'll is okay sh- I'll sh-
1: <laughs> shut up neo i'm sorry
0: no you're fine man love you love you long time <laughs> love,
1: you, um, love you long time uh
0: so the show actually kicked off with watchdogs legion it actually opened with a really really well done filmed it was like a cg film project that was actually really cool if you guys haven't seen this you should watch it it's got a lot of cyberpunk vibes to it a very well animated thing it's not game related well it's like not gameplay related but i liked it i thought it was a really cool like cinematic thing for them to do um i know we, we generally are like eh, cinematic whatever but it was a very well done piece of animation so i, I thought that was pretty cool but then they showed off the gameplay trailer, and they actually went into a little bit of how the game works. Uh, did you guys happen to like get to watch this stuff?
1: Yeah, I watched that more than I watched anything else. I thought it was really fascinating.
0: Yeah, they went in. And they actually, uh, I saw a lot of like post-show discussion because a lot of um, other reviewers have actually played like four to five hours of this, and they talked about their experience. They one of them talked about how they actually revised a lot of how the game was working from last year, whereas like you would you would recruit people to your dead sec team right and then they would have their own levels and they would level up and stuff and you can do what you could like you know play play their their play style and make them better but they scrapped all that they scrapped the leveling system because what that ended up doing in their play testing was it forced uh or not forced but it, it kind of guided the hand of the player to only play the person that they wanted to right? And play that their their specific games, like their specific specific play style. So they scrapped it because they wanted to make the allure of playing all the different archetypes that they have in the game more appealing. Uh, And some of the archetypes they showed off was like a construction worker, and how the construction worker can just mosey into a construction site pretty much unnoticed and have tools associated with a a construction job. He could summon a flying drone that he could like fly on and stuff. Mm-hmm. Pretty pretty cool. They showed off um the hacker with, with the drones and she had like a spider drone uh that can she could use to get into uh certain areas. They showed off the and this is my favorite the I'm gonna call this the John Wick Cyber John Wick. And they actually had some really dope animations of how this guy like meleeed people with the like with in like a gun mode, like kind of like throw them down, shoot them and like do kind of like the John Wick thing. Um yeah. It's all pretty dope. Uh, what do you, you guys, what did you guys you think of
2: it? With anybody. Mm-hmm. And that's the wild part about the game. You can just be anybody. Like you're walking down a packed street in London and be like, that person seems cool with your little, like, you know, watchdogs, phone scanny thing. I like what they're about. I'm going to play as them. And then mm-hmm. you just, that's your game. So you that's like your game in that moment. You get to see, like, when you scan them, you get to see what
0: skills they have right like oh this person was a construction worker and can can do all these things or this person is like has all this experience working in tech so they can hack better or do something like that you know like that was that's really pretty cool if they if they pull that off like really well
1: on paper all of this reads really well but you know i've put a lot of hours into ubisoft games and i know when the copy and paste starts to be apparent. Like when you start realizing they, you know, this is very similar to this. And like, there's not as much variation as I thought there was when I first started playing the game. Very, very evident with all Assassin's Creed games. Eventually you get to the sure. point where you're like, Oh, I saw that guy come by here, you know, before. And I saw this thing happen this way before. So I wonder it off. Well,
0: it, What? Do you think they can pull off the ability to make not every character that you well, can because recruit? this is not
1: a seeded game like No Man's Sky. They're not seeding the people into this map. It's not randomly generating, like... Uh, I don't think so, anyway. Um, you, who knows right now, yeah. I'm wondering, like, you know, for the construction worker template archetype. I like that word that you use there. For the construction worker archetype, you know, how... I'm in the world. I find this grandma team. is also an archetype. By the right. way, grandma a construction <laughs> worker. I find these characters that are in this demo. First mm-hmm. off, how many more archetypes are there beyond what they just showed me? And right. then, and yeah, then there's, they're keeping a lot under wraps for sure. Right. Ho- hopefully, that's not the only archetypes you can meet in the city. And then the other thing is, is once I play it for let's say thirty hours or forty hours. How many different variations on the construction worker that all do the same exact thing have I met? Did I meet a female one that does exactly what the male one does? You know what I mean? Yeah, you're, gonna,
2: you're gonna run into the limits of the simulation, of course. Like the game. I'm not. I'm not any less here's,
1: interested. Here's yeah. the thing. Like
2: I wonder if there's gonna be permadeath
0: for your members. So mm-hmm. that means like that you that you would have to recruit another
2: construction worker. It for force you to play someone else, which would be good. Honestly, I think. You know make you be careful about your decisions, but also force you into a different kind of gameplay if you lost one that you liked,
1: yeah, and remember, so I played a game that seems like it has a similar design and structure, so state of decay two is something where you 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 meet people brand new people, it randomizes names, it randomizes skills, it randomizes weapons they start with, um and then that has permanent death in it, and this is right. This seems like it might function the same way. You build your party up and they die, and then you find another person in the world who might have. There might be enough variation on every single one of the characters that, that it, it keeps it interesting. Because you never know what you're going to get. Because that's how it is in State of Decay too. When you find a new person in the world, you never know what weapons they're going to start with that are already on their person. You never know what, um, you know, like each one of them can come with like a, a specialty skill that's already there. Like some of them are inane. Like one of them is like knows a lot about sports, you know, or like another one is like
0: how useless in the zombie apocalypse. Right, right. Is <laughs> another one is like,
1: is a mechanic, you know, like more useful. There you the, go. The, the, that's a useful one. Cause you get that and then you can set up a auto auto mechanic place. So I, I'd, I'd want to see like how much variation the game after 20 plus hours you get when you play it, you know? But oh, yeah, for sure. Doesn't mean I'm not going to play it. I'm still not going to pre-order that one. That's like not oh, one. Oh damn. No. Because I haven't finished Watch Dogs 2. I won't pre-order that because there's a whole version of the game that I a, a whole other game I haven't played.
0: So, for people listening, we were uh, people on PC were supposed to get free copies of this. I still have yet gotten my free copy of this. Okay. For watching Ubisoft forward because I would I would like to try Watch Dogs 2 because I did not play that one. It
2: looks pretty. cool. fun. Two took place in um San Fran, La, uh, San Francisco. Yeah. Oh, San Fran. Yeah, yeah. There go. It was fun. It's a fun city to be in.
0: Yeah, that seems really cool. And I, I liked all the parkour. It had a cool parkour
2: thing going on. And well, the, the, the cool. first one kind of too. First one was Chicago. Second one was San Fran. And they both had this element of definitely like running on foot to uh to escape and to climb and do kind of stuff. The cool thing that two did versus one was a was a lot more freedom in your play styles. Like I mean, they did the drone. Uh, I don't think the drone was one was around in the first Watch Dogs. You would know better, Felix. Like you did a lot of playing of that. There wasn't a drone, was there?
1: Like a I definitely, I played the first one too. I don't remember uh, there being a drone.
2: There was like a flying drone. There was a car drone that all could, like you could drive the car into a place that you were infiltrating, it could actually like have a little like finger thing that could like touch keypads or like tap people's phones for you. So like you had a lot of more like, yeah, cause it was a, it bodies.
1: was a future with auto driving cars. That's what it was. Stuff like that, yeah. Yeah. And so you can hack the auto driving mechanisms of cars and then drive them yourself, which is,
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, 2 um, did a good job of just expanding on all of that, which I hope they do even more.
1: No, no, my, my greatest concern was with the, the main protagonist story character who said a lot of things like, I don't want to kill people, I don't want to kill people, I don't want to kill people. And then in the beginning of the game, you start off with no resources and no tools, and you have to earn them as you level up. And mm-hmm. the problem with that is, to, to get to that point, you have to kill a lot of people. And it contradicted the main message of the kid in the game. Yeah. Because he didn't have tools, but eventually, when you level up, then you can do stuff in more of a self fashion. Um But until you get there, he has to kill everyone. That was <laughs> just like, wait, this is contradicting the cutscene, like hardcore.
0: I heard, I heard somebody pretended that they were using rubber bullets in the game, like their own head and cannon. They were like, my character is using rubber bullets because it doesn't make sense say, for yeah. him to kill people.
1: Yeah, yeah, right, right.
0: It was kind of interesting. But anyway, I think Watch Dogs Legion looks pretty interesting and pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Like I no doubt like I'm, I'm very excited about it yeah I'm generally pretty hard on Ubisoft I know but like this actually kind of appeals in some fashion some new cool interesting like gameplay
1: mechanics mm-hmm. what, what was our release date on that one the release date is October 29th yeah so that's right around the corner hmm I don't have a fall game I really don't do I well well just found you one great <laughs> or cyberpunk Oh, that's my and, fall game. Never mind.
0: There you go. I think everyone, and like, what was coming out next to, Cy- oh, the next game we're going to talk about, Assassin's Creed, is out November
1: 17th. Wait, wait, oh, what's that like? A, is that a full week past i Lost Dogs Legion?
0: I think, I think, what, uh, no, it's um. no, from Cyberpunk. It's like the 19th is Cyberpunk, I think, of, of November. Oh, Jesus.
1: That it's, uh, it's, it's, hold on, it's in my phone. Yeah, here.
2: Same, same
1: Correct. Yeah. i literally will not touch assassin's creed the vikings valhalla game until i fucking completely finish the assassin's creed odyssey i can't which, believe you're not done that game yet it's just the lc i am done now. oh okay all right cool i completed that game in 100 uh,
0: well they showed off more gameplay for valhalla did you, did you like what you saw did you see anything on it
1: uh yeah the most you're, you're the assassin's creed guy at this point so right the most appealing thing and like i said i didn't sit and watch the whole gameplay footage thing that they offered um i just watched clips the thing that is most interesting to me is the ability to uh gain resources and then build your camp like build up cool. your 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 viking village i don't know if you're going to be able to choose where it is it
0: reminds me of assassin's creed 2 yeah where you- you yeah, built your you might
1: be able to like build an army. Whatever, whatever that was. was good, man. She was great. Um but this one it looks like you might be able to build an army. Um there was some pretty cool weapons. I thought like
2: there was, dual, there was a lot of really interesting, like way to ways to combat. I yeah. think you're
1: about to say dual wielding yeah. two shields at once.
2: Two, they showed off. Yeah. Like two shields oh. being used like to it. Like he was spinning around and attacking people with him was wild. So there's Which a lot might
1: of might might be based on a real combat tactic by Vikings that I'm just not aware of, but that's yeah. really cool. I know their shields were just like Romans. They were incredibly important to them in battle. And like, and that's, I it like, Good. Yeah, good. No, good. No, I mean, I, just shows I've watched like Vikings. Yeah. Um, it it that's illustrated the importance of the Viking shield.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah they like, an interesting little. Bit. Oh, I'm sorry,
1: no,
0: no, it's okay. I just I was just gonna point out things I liked, like the curb stomp move, like the finisher. Oh, uh, they had um the axe throwing ability where you you know your character just threw a bunch of axes and it's, and yeah, uh, that
1: looked great. That looked really good.
0: Yeah, I have, the, I have the trailer playing next to me, I guess. Go ahead. Go keep talking, guys. Um,
1: the thing that is also, f- to me, fucking tired is I got more information about this whole like female-male thing, and once again, it's still just one fucking story, which they're... I don't, I don't have a problem with it as much as
0: you seem they, to.
1: They're proving the point that we keep making in the show, that, that it is really hard to make a game that big and then also make two entire stories in, in a game that big.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> you, you like, know you know, like in games like Cyberpunk, like I'm gonna probably play through a similar campaign regardless of of who I pick as a
1: as my character, right? Uh Mass Effect's the same way. Like I
0: brought I think I brought this up last time we talked about that.
1: You know? the only difference in this one is they're not trying to tie it to some brother relation, brother, sister, relationship, kinship type thing. Like in syndicate there, it's Evie and Jonathan. They are two separate characters, right? And this one, um, they're not even trying to pull it off. Like they're separate characters. It's like the main protagonist is this, this is the main protagonist's name in this main protagonist story. You can make that person a female or a man, male. It doesn't really matter. Um, um one thing that i also saw pointed out in all the the press the press
0: stuff after this you can swap your gender or the gender of your character on the fly like no matter where you are in the story you just can right. just you know, just right there i'd be like i'm gonna be the female viking now they you just seem
1: to imply but then not imply in the exact same statement that that's gonna have an effect on the story like he's like i don't want you to think that like i can't remember his exact quote but it seemed like he was saying like i don't want you to think that 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 this is going to completely dramatically change the story, but it's kind of going to change the story. If you do it, you know, I, can you find his quote? Like, uh, where am I looking for that? I don't, I don't know. It was in the, one of the articles that's going to be, Oh, was it in one of the articles? It, it was in, in one like, of the articles <laughs> that I was reading that you had posted where he just, it's a quote by like what the Ubisoft developer was saying. It might've been directly from the text of the, the script of the, not the script, but the transcript of what he was saying in the, event but i you yeah, know, we'll see what happens with that like i have no idea uh what's going on there i i just i was fascinated by the fact that like you know like the minute i got to see like an extent extensive footage from it i was just like into the i want to be in that world and explore that Mm-hmm. It's, it seems like the perfect Assassin's Creed for you. Yeah, because I loved Vikings and right. not, now I'm, I'm I'm mixing the two genres, bringing them together. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the lead character, the, the, the female version of the lead character looks a lot like um, the female Viking from the show Vikings. So it's like I did notice that, too. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember her name, but that actress is uh, really awesome. Love her.
0: Yeah, and the whole raid, like, a uh, castle mechanic seems pretty sweet. That That's seems why,
1: very, the, yeah. like, the town building part, where it looks like you're building your town, I'm wondering if, like, associated with that town can be the raising of an army, and then if, and ultimately, when you go and fight that fight, you're taking in an army that you've raised. Like,
0: sure.
1: if, they, if they added that, then that takes me back to, like, when I was playing, like, PC games that had the ability to, like, raid castle walls and there's a bunch of games that did that where you would have like this siege mechanic for taking down a castle and it seems mm-hmm. like that might be a really cool mini game that's built into the game uh, not unlike the conquest mini game that they had in odyssey where you would go out and fight a small um uh, skirmish between the uh the Fucking two rival factions in the game. What well, I can't even fucking remember at this point. <laughs> I don't remember either. Never I can't even one. remember from Greek history who the rival factions There was the, it was, oh, sorry, it was the Spartans and the, um, god damn it. <laughs> fucking blanking.
0: That's all right
1: But, yeah. um, well,
0: either, either way, this, this game does look pretty cool. It's probably still going to be a pass for me
2: because Cyberpunk comes out that week. So yeah. it's not going to do enough to pull me away from that. But it'll be yeah, it's
1: it's definitely cool. not a pre-order for me until I know that Assassin's Creed that that uh, to me is wild. That is wild. It's not if it's that close to Cyberpunk and it's fucking it's it's just not. It's not going to be a pre-order. It's going to be a come on, man. I didn't pre-order and buy every single Assassin's Creed the minute they came out. If you do recall, I, I could swore you did. No, I know. If swore you do it. recall, Unity was Unity was not purchased until like a fucking year and a half later. I did not buy Unity until a year and a half later. Oh, I didn't realize that. Syndicate, I didn't buy the day it came out either. Syndicate, I didn't buy. Uh, Well, color me shocked. Um, I was still playing Odyssey. I didn't buy when it came out because I was still playing Origins. And I didn't buy Origins when it first came out because I was still playing fucking Syndicate.
2: (laughs) And you were committed to those full playthroughs. So that's I'm why. I am committed
1: to their full playthrough. And if they want me to buy a game the day it comes out, they need to make sure they make a game small enough that I can finish before their next one comes out. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of games that might pull you toward them, what did you think
0: of the world premiere trailer of Far Cry 6? We don't have
1: that information. But I've, I've already shouted out one of the, one of the best Ubisoft games I've ever played, which is Far Cry 5. I'm blown away by the animations in this. It was a it was a gameplay cutscene. That's what it looks like. That's a cutscene probably from the middle of the story. Or yeah, in game CG, something like that. Yeah, yeah. It definitely looks like well, that's how good the the in-game cutscenes looked in Far Cry five. I mean, I mean it looked really good. Wait, like, looked- yeah, this looks better than but that's almost the cap. like this is like beyond what they did last year or the year before that with Far Cry five. Um yeah, and I'm actually fascinated with the subject matter. I mean, like I'm a big fan of like um rev- revolutionary states. Yeah, it's, not, it's not, based not, on the, <laughs> it's based on uh, like a Cuba. <laughs> yeah, it seems yeah. like it's a it's a Cuban thing. Um but no, no, like like uh, you know, I love the show Narcos and I lo- you know, like I love um the drama that's associated with uh with uh s- South American cultures that are in like turmoil, governmental turmoil and like all that shit that goes down with that stuff it's all fascinating it's a fascinating read yeah um what do you think of giancarlo esposito playing the main villain well so the thing that's most interesting is the fact that michael mando played fucking voss michael mando was in better call saul with giancarlo esposito like yep so i'm thinking in my head either they have the same exact agent or michael mando so and gene are talking on set and he says i was in a video game well he's like
0: let me well hang on hang yeah, on felix yeah, hang on yeah. there's a lot of speculation that the kid in this trailer is a early voss which is that that actor you're speaking of is played voss in far cry 3
1: right michael mando played voss in far cry 3 and you're thinking mm-hmm. that the kid in this is voss
0: a lot of a lot of people are speculating that because the scar on one of his eyes
1: actually matches with Voss's. Oh shit! That that so, then maybe even that cutscene is a prequel to Voss. People are saying that. So people are people are speculating. Yeah. Wow. Could so this this kid could be connected to that? That's great. I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but well, once again, cutscenes are great. Game looks cool. Uh, I, you know, I'm not gonna like vote in on whether this game is great i did pre-order um, i'm gonna tell you it'll probably play like a far Far cry game that's what i'm saying i did pre-order far cry 4 and bought got it the first day i did pre-order uh far cry 5 and get it the first day my guess is far cry 6 i'm gonna have pre-ordered and i'm gonna get that when it comes out and that comes in uh, uh february of 2021. February 18th yeah yep. um but but the the biggest problem with what they do with Far Cry games uh, is a lot of copy and paste. Like literally, yeah. one island map, and then when they come out with DLC for Far Cry, it's the same exact map all over again. With yeah, the same- New,
0: New Bond did the same thing. I think they copied the four map and redid a lot of assets on it. That's yeah. like, I think that's what they did for that. So- I, honestly, I I've only played three, beaten it, and I started four. Like I legitimately like started four, and I was like, I'm literally playing the same game uh-huh. again.
1: Yeah, four four seemed. I dipped. dipped. Well, here's the thing. Four seemed too much like three, exactly what you're saying. Five did vary a lot. You know, the fact that there were uh, three different antagonists that you could play against who offered three different stories, and you could choose what direction in the world you went to to fight them. So it looks like they're trying to change up their formula. It's not like one island where like with boss where you just fight everything in the one Island. Um, so they did vary a little bit in the far cry five story, the far cry six story. I just hope it's not the reason I'm, I'm reticent about it is only because the fact that it's it could be Cuba, but it could also be one Island. That's the problem. Like, I don't know if I want to play in an environment that's just like the same one Island environment again, you know, we'll find out.
0: Yeah. But yeah, so that was pretty much Ubisoft forward. Those are they had they headlined those three major games and that was pretty much yeah. the extent of their show. It did seem a little light than from past years when with most E three presentations they've had no just dance which they usually have a big dance number or whatever
1: remember they usually oh, yeah, well, do that you, we didn't mention brawlhalla and does anyone care about I that sk- i skipped
0: it because that was an acquired they bought that game like a couple of years ago and that was like a free-to-play
1: like like smash brothers clone yeah it just looks a like a smash brothers clone um yeah, the that, first that's, time that's i saw, saw that i think uh, saw anything about that was i think me and you when we were at um
0: at PAX. at PAX, yeah, we played. Yeah, we played it at PAX East. Uh-huh. That's right.
1: That's where we saw that for the first That's time.
0: A, that was before Ubisoft acquired them. They oh, were just so, an indie. So
1: that was just the indie game at that time. It's mm-hmm. funny they've come a while, come a far distance. I
0: mean, if I was Brawlhalla, I'd be like, "Yes, Ubisoft, please buy our game. Yeah, we would love that. We would love okay. to work with all of your vast amounts of." But what's
1: interesting about Brawlhalla is that it looks like they're they're doing complete crossplay with it, so you can like play it yeah. like on any machine that you have, and you're playing, and it doesn't you have to buy it like six times, which is cool.
0: Yeah, they, and it looks like it's coming to mobile as well, and they added a bunch of their Ubisoft mascots in there, so that's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, they also announced a game called Elite Squad, which it just seems like it's Tom Clancy's Elite Squad, which is kind of like a cartoony styled. Mobile game? I don't even know what it is. It was just a CG trailer. Sam Sam Fisher shows up and he broke my heart because we're not getting Splinter Cell. It's
2: it's like they're big trolling with that dude. That's the only thing anybody wants, honestly. They're going to
1: keep cameo putting him as a cameo in every fucking game. Like they, they did it with Ghost Recon Wildlands. They're fucking
0: yeah. I would love a Splinter Cell game because right now we do have a like aside from like Hitman and like uh, some of these other games, like we have a lack of like stealth gameplay like you know tactical games like metal gear and that and the like but yeah that's it that's the ubisoft forward guys
2: what do you what do you guys what do you think trip of the overall presentation of it and whatever i mean i was really just kind of excited for the legion gameplay i got that and i'm kind of more excited about it at this point so uh you know that's that's cool for me i'm very excited about that game uh, Watchdog is always a fun experience to play through. Um, I was also interested in the Valhalla stuff, and it's cool to see actual mechanics and, and how the game's going to play out. And it's cool to see them return to some more like, you know, stealth kind of traditional base Assassin's Creed gameplay wow. options, even though I'm probably not going to be playing it when it comes out, it's going to be a watch for me as well.
1: But the, yeah. um, are you still uh, toting the narrative in your life of I'll eventually get ra- around all the Assassin's Creed's or have you given up on them?
0: Um, because, I would much rather trip play the rest of middle years. You proved all. us
1: all wrong this year, trip zero. You proved us all wrong, trip zero, when you completed Last of Us just recently. I know, but that I took know. that took seven years.
0: Honestly, I know, I know. I'm <laughs> forcing my opinions on a trip right now, and I'm, I'm about to do it. But honestly, the quality of of the Assassin's Creed to me goes down over the years, whereas oh, I know Last of Us is a game worth revisiting and playing as well as the metal gear solid scene so oh, like know. yeah the only metal gear solid i haven't played
2: yeah. is is five you know and, I just, and you should do it you should do it i know eventually yeah. hey man no rush you got all the time in the world yes there are a, there are a lot of games but to answer your question felix um i still have that as like a pipe dream in my brain <laughs> you know like i'm not going to say no old man to play time I'm, I'm always like there'll be downtime there never fucking is um <laughs> with games, but I'm like, there will be a moment where I'm like, I feel like finally finishing unity and then finally playing syndicate and then finally play, you know, like just going through the fucking motions.
1: You could Uh, do what I did because it is possible. I determined it's possible until I got the odyssey, which is a monster, but like um, you can definitely just play the story in unity, just play the story in syndicate. I have no trophies unlocked in syndicate because all I I do, I do. All I did was burn through that story.
2: I feel like I'm 80% of the way done. Unity.
1: I really I to be honest with really, you, the best story out of all of all of them I think so far for me is the Syndicate story. That was the best mm. one. That had a nice twist at the end. I thought it was great. The Syndicate yeah. story is the best one. The game's janky, but the, you can definitely play through it and not uh waste time on all the extra shit. Oh yeah, and that's um, that's pretty much pretty much how i play those you know i'm not at all a completionist for stuff like that and and the thing that would let you down the most about origins and odyssey is the fact that they really aren't spending too much time on assassin's creed like all all those memes that are like uh you know what ubisoft should do with assassin's creed play or or, or design a game that's actually assassins with a creed (laughs) right exactly i mean out of those
2: two i'd be more interested in playing origins because i love egypt and i love the environment and i would like to explore that that
1: that that connects there's loose connection there like they are the founders of the order right sure
2: but i was also one of the weird people that liked the modern day story like i liked the desmond shit in assassin's creed one two and three and i'm like i want more of that. everyone's what the fuck you talking about like dude leave me alone i want more fucking desmond shit then he got killed off spoiler alert so um but yeah, like Origins and and, and Odyssey being one hundred hour games just to finish them, not even to like, not someone dicking around collecting all the shit just to finish them, dude. I I got a limit. Surprisingly, I got a limit with certain games. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I didn't finish um, Persona Five. I I trailed off that around hour seventy five or so. I'm like I fucking can't, man. <laughs> like I can't do it any I anymore. I I'm know. with you. So- we'll see. You just, you just get fatigued. i get it
1: yeah I, you know like i'd be really curious to do an odyssey run through where i only play story missions not any of the extra shit and see what actually happens because i didn't play it that way apparently, yeah. apparently the game gate level gates you hard yeah but that's what i that's what uh i've heard yeah.
0: well, anyway i think it's time to wrap up guys yep we've had a nice and beefy show uh I'm going to outro us. Uh, I've been Neo Ayoshi. You can follow me at twitter.com slash neo underscore Yoshi. Uh, twitch.tv slash neo Ayoshi. This week I'll be playing, this weekend I'll be playing Ghost of Tsushima. Please tune in and see some samurai action. Take it away, Trip.
2: Uh, I am Trip Zero. You guys can find me on uh, twitch.tv slash Trip Zero TV. Uh, all of my socials are also Trip Zero TV, so I'm very easy to find on the internet. I stream Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays, 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. We're currently playing Last of Us 2. And after that, I don't know. It was going to be Ghost of Tsushima the literal next day, or pretty much the minute if I finish midstream. But now I don't know. Assassin's Creed Unity. At. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> you will know.
1: For sure. Go ahead, Felix. And this is Felix Hergood. I'm at Felix Hergood on Twitter. And then I'm primarily when I come back and stream, which I think is going to be this month, coming Monday. I'm gonna stream in the morning. Ghost of Tsushima it comes out on Friday, but I can't get to it until Monday. Uh, so I'm gonna stream it on Monday, and you can check it that out. I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna enjoy that game, so I don't know if I'm gonna play it much after that. Probably what you're gonna see me playing when I stream is Elder Scrolls Online. Um, that's pretty much it, and maybe Fallout 76, but doubtful. I pretty much play that without other people. I don't know. I mean, I play without people watching. That's what I mean. Like I play it with a bunch of people, but <laughs> okay, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't been playing it live at all. So,
0: well, let's. Well, we'll see you next week, guys. Later, everybody. <laughs> see ya. All right, so let me just let me just read out this little thread real quick. And he, and after I posted the the chart, he was like. They counted the deaths every second. Now cases, this includes the common cold. And I was like, I posted a picture. I was like, I don't know how to, ex- I don't know how to explain to you that you should care about other people. Like, I just straight up was like, I don't know how to explain that to you, man. It's true. And then he, and then he goes, your health is not my responsibility. Wow. And I was like, yeah, I was like, can you please explain that to my dead grandmother who died from COVID? I would I'm sure she'd be really happy to know this important information. And then he's like, I bet her death. I bet that wasn't the true reason of her death and i just fucking was like i'm fucking done holy shit dude you you your your state is going to go under if you do this people are man people just love being pieces of shit all the time yeah like this is it's the just, easiest thing we can do to like fight it like and you and you refuse <laughs>